Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullen. Kick and chase again by Mullen. It's a miracle. Oh, yeah. What about that one? Oh, it's Dello. Unbelievable. Aguero. Here's Aloisi for a place in the World Cup. For us. He's yeah. Welcome to the Racing and Sports Punters Pod, where we help you find your edge in the ever intriguing world of sports betting. Jimmy Buckley here with you on another Monday, joined again by Simon Dinopoulos. Welcome, mate. Cheers, mate. Bit tired after watching Aussie Nick last night, but he did well in the first set, and I thought he played well overall, really. Yeah, big, big weekend of sport. Huge weekend of sport, actually. Um, you know, thankfully, Novak dropped that first set against Cameron Norrie in the, in the semi-final, so we cashed there, but more importantly... The RNS ratings had it spot on for the uh, Brisbane Broncos St George Illawarra Dragons game. Simo, what did you what did you make of that? It was a fairly comfortable uh, win in the end. Yeah, it was uh, as the ratings predicted. They were simply too good for him, and I think Ben Hunt out was a bigger loss than what the market had anticipated. And Tessie knew had a blinder. Get Tony Staggs also good to see him back in a little bit of form and. The Broncos, they sit inside our top four ratings for the year. So interesting to see now the build-up towards the finals after Origin. That's when you really got to hope you don't get any injuries. If they can get through Origin unscathed, uh, they're going to start trying to make a play. Although Melbourne look to be in all sorts. Certainly their forward pack. <clears throat> the Panthers are just the Panthers. They just turn up week in, week out. Can the Broncos beat them? Probably not. But I'd say at the moment who you got them in the Cowboys. I don't think Parramatta can do it. Melbourne Storm, you can never write them off, obviously. They'd like to like their chances. It will be an interesting run into the finals, but before we get to all of that, Wednesday night, Simon, State of Origin, and we have a series decider up at Suncorp Stadium, and it has been, as always, an ever-intriguing build-up. The biggest news, of course, Cameron Munster testing positive to COVID-19. So he's out of the game, uh, and we've seen an incredible move in betting markets. I think New South Wales have trimmed up from about a dollar seventy-five ish since uh, the market first went up after game two. They now sit at about a dollar thirty-five with sports bet to win this game. That's probably a fair reflection of where things are at. But Simon, it's sort of it sucked all the value out of uh, of backing the Blues, and I guess the anticipation as well. Obviously, being a New South Welshman, I'm not angry Munster's out. But at the same time, it, he's their X-factor, no doubt. And when he's on, he's arguably the best player in the game. So he comes out, Tom Dearden comes in. And we mentioned spine theory last week. Tommy Dearden, solid first grader, but in comparison to Cameron Munster, it's a chasm. But I think they're certainly a much weaker team with Munster out. No surprises there. Going to Queensland, to Suncorp, never easy. We touched on it last week, only two of nine. But I would say this is the biggest price Queensland have ever started in a decider in Queensland. That's a, it's a fascinating piece of history. And to be honest, if if State of Origin has taught me anything, 
it is that these historical statistics do tend to matter, mm. in which case you'd have to think Queensland are tremendous value at that price. It's a, it's a hard one. I mean, we saw the contrast between Game 1 and Game 2. Queensland came out in Game 1 and they shocked the Blues almost to the point of Brad Fittler's team not really knowing how to respond and how to react and, and they were unable to haul the Maroons in. Different story in Perth. Uh, the Blues got on a roll and just, just steamrolled Queensland. I think it's fair to say New South Wales are probably a better side at their very best. But gee whiz, it's hard to, to go up to Suncorp and dominate the game like that. How do we approach this then from a, from a betting perspective, do you think, Simon? I think thirty-five. obviously betting head-to-head, whether you want to bet the line as well. I guess I hate the word value, but I think there is better ways to bet the game. If New South Wales win, I think it's fairly comfortable you can narrow down the player of the match market. Most people say, well, clearly we won't get it two times in a row. But if you look at generally for a back to get man of the match, they have to score either a double or a hat-trick and the halves have to be quiet. That appears unlikely. And then you've got Appy Corusau and Damian Cook splitting minutes. So you can pretty much pen them from being man of the match. If they do, it's a pretty good effort given they're not playing a full game, either of them. And then you've got Jerome Luai, who's Sean Rudder with a bit of flair. So he's not, he's not winning man of the match. And then you've got Cleary or Tedesco at the top of the market, $4.450. I think if you're a New South Wales fan, I'd just be backing either of those would be how I want to play the game or at least try and get some money out of it. Obviously, there'll be plenty of same-game multis floating around on Wednesday night. I don't think there'll be a person watching the game without a same-game <laughs> multi on. So interesting to see how people play that. It is a bit of an uneasy feeling going to Suncorp as a $1.35 favourite. You feel an ambush coming on. I don't feel confident at all going in. Uh, certainly not to how that market is currently framed. I have a couple of thoughts, Simon. Now, there was plenty of talk after Game 2 about the refereeing. Mm. Uh, and Queensland were not necessarily happy with how that game was officiated. These things, they can crop up, even if it's at a subconscious level. 50,000 at Suncorp, sold out Suncorp Stadium with the series on the line. That brings a lot of pressure to referees as well. And this is going to be a difficult one, I would have thought, to officiate. What I'm getting at here is I think it's going to be a pretty tight, tense first half. Let them sort it out. Let them sort it out. There's a couple of things I don't mind the look of. First half points under 18.5, that's $1.79. I think that's reasonable. That allows you three converted tries and you're still underneath. I also think wouldn't surprise me if, uh, given what we've just mentioned there, re the officials, there may be a couple of penalties early on and therefore there may be a couple of shots at penalty goal as well. So perhaps we don't see a try for, for the first 20 minutes. Uh, there is another market, therefore, that I don't mind, which is first try eight minutes or later at $1.72. I think that's not a bad play either, given what we've spoken about. I, I just feel like it's going to be tight, it's going to be tense. I mean, Queensland have to respond. It's as simple as that. Across the park, they're not as good a side. It's pretty pretty clear cut. But they can go with this for 40 minutes. And we saw that in game two. Like the final scoreline, 44-12. Queensland gave up. and Not a true reflection. Game one, they win 
So 18 and a half points in the first half, Queensland up in Queensland. And you just love when the ref puts the whistle away. I know what you're touching on about they might get involved early, but geez, you just hope they put it away and it's a proper arm wrestle. Because if it is, it's not going to be a lot of points, you'd think, in that first half. We might blow them away late, which is what happened in game two. But they're going to be up for it for at least 40 minutes. There's often pressure, I think, um, to put the whistle away, like you say, in a decider. Because it, it it's the spectacle. It's it's really what everyone wants, you know. It's, it's the ultimate in rugby league. It's the fastest version of the sport. And quite often, I think the feeling is, let's just let them go at each other and see what unfolds. But you do need to find that balance. Just a couple more I'll throw at you, Simon, and, and then we can wrap it up. If we were going down the player of the match path for the Maroons, just a couple of names I'll throw at you here. Kalen Ponger at $13 is the kind of player who can break a game open. He And he generally excels in the Origin Arena. He had a few nice touches. Even though Queensland got pumped in game two, he was easily one of their best in attack. If they're to win, Pong has got to be on. DCE's got to be on. I think they're... For me, they'd be the main two. Their forwards have to match it with our forwards, but I don't think there'll be a standout performance and Cotter was enormous in game one. Interesting to see if he was in this game, what it would be like. But you'd imagine it's... I think with man of the matches, you always lean to spine theory and Ponga and DCE would be the two, I'd say. No disrespect to Tommy Dearden, but it'd be some hell of a performance. He comes in game three and can pull off a man of the match. DCE currently $8 in that market, third pick. One last name I'll throw at you, and just for the purpose of this exercise, he's paying $151 to be player of the match. Josh Papali'i, the big Raiders front rower, who has played, I think, only 48 minutes in the first two games. He has big game player written all over him. What do we expect from Papa? I reckon he's been sick. As a Raiders fan... It's He was enormous early in game one and then Billy took him off and didn't bring him back on until very late in the game. He wasn't injured, played for the Raiders the following week and similar minutes for Ricky. Thank God for Joe Tarpany because Pup has certainly been missing the last couple of weeks. And I wouldn't be surprised there's a bad flu going around. He just doesn't seem right and he's obviously not injured. Everything's right structurally but... For him only to play such small minutes is very, very odd. Because at his best, he is, you know, if not the best prop in the game. And the Origin Arena is where he's played well at the highest level. Why isn't he getting more minutes? Billy Slater, you listen to him talk. He's no mug. So there's something, there's got to be more to it than that. There's no way his game plan is to play Papa small minutes. No, it's a strange one. Uh, But I'll tell you, if, if they can get 50 minutes out of Papa... Then look out mm. at a uh, a Suncorp Stadium without an empty seat in the house. They're going to be on. It's it's a fascinating game. It, it's actually uh, having spoken about it now at length. It is a, a very intriguing contest. Well, there are Jacob Saifi doesn't deserve to be there. <laughs> <laughs> like fair dinkum. I love how blunt you are, Simon. It's magnificent. It's true though. He knows when he runs out on that field and he looks across. He knows he shouldn't be there. He would know it himself. I mean, he might believe he should be there, but deep down he knows. And if Papa's lining up against him, I'll give Gerbo his due. I didn't think he... I wasn't happy with him getting picked in game two, but he shut me up pretty quick. So, Saifedi might do the same. 
And one more before we wrap it up for the sake of the exercise again. Jakey Turbo, $26 in that player of the match market. You know you're probably going to get 80 minutes out of him. He's capable of putting a huge game together. Could he, could he do anything more than game two? I don't think he could. Well, then he's not winning, is he? <laughs> like, that was him at his absolute peak. He shut everyone up, or any doubters, including myself. Big performance. Huge. I just think he'll be, uh, if we're talking racing, he'd run a place. Yeah, fair enough. But he can't win. Fair enough. I like it. Okay, well, just a quick recap then of, of some of those suggestions. Nathan Cleary, $4 player of the match. James Tedesco, $4.50, player of the match. And then I think the one we settled on for Queensland, maybe Kalen Ponga, $13. You've got first half points under 18.5 at $1.79. And then the first try to be scored at the eight-minute mark or later, that's paying $1.72. Good luck if you're punting. Enjoy the game. Simon, thank you very much for being in the studio again. Yeah, cheers, mate. Hats off to you. You flushed it in the football <laughs> over the weekend. You must have been pretty happy. Yeah, we'll we'll start with that. Must have been uh, must have been beginner's luck. Yeah, well, we've got off to a, a few wins, so we might get repeat listeners after after last week. We'll see what happens. Enjoy the Origin, and we'll be back on Wednesday to preview the British Open. See you then. Can't wait. Best week in sport.